This portion of the Combat Jack Show is sponsored by Bevel, the superior shaving system designed for people with coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Go to getbevel.com. Punch in promo code COMBAT, C-O-M-B-A-T, like me, COMBAT, COMBAT JACK, me, your favorite local neighborhood host, and get 20% off all your purchases. That's getbevel.com. I fucks with it. You fucks with it, too. Shave like a fucking boss. And now back to the show. Hey, yo, internet, you are tuned in to the brand new Combat Jack show. What the fuck is up? Listen, we got a great show for y'all today. This show right here is all Philly everything. All Philly everything. Y'all, Combat, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Niggas, this is all <laughs> Philly everything. Let me, let, me, let me take a step back. I want to tr- introduce a brand new person to the Combat Jack Show universe. Y'all see me talking about her on Twitter. Y'all heard me on the last week's episode, the Peter Shoe episode. I don't know if y'all heard it or not. I don't give a fuck if y'all heard it or not. I don't give a fuck this year. I want to introduce to the Combat Jack Show, Genghis Kells. What's up, Genghis? What up, Combat? What up? Now, what do I call you? Do I call you, you Kelly? I mean, do you I call could, you Genghis? You, I mean, you can call me Kelly. That's what, Whatever you feel. Like, sometimes I'm Genghis. Sometimes I'm Kells. Sometimes I'm Kells. Everybody, they call me everything. When are you Kelly? When are you Kells? I mean, that's my name. You can always call me that. That's always good. She, she All right. The gun, let let me tell Genghis. y'all something, Internet. <laughs> I'm not impressed by a lot. I'm like, I'm an older <laughs> nigger. I've seen everything under the sun. I told y'all I did more cocaine than your moms did on her titties in oh. the 80s. Whoa. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not impressed, but like the only person that really has been giving me life consistently on Twitter is Kells. Go to GenghisKells.com. Oh, and over the past year, I was like, it'd be so amazing to have Kells on the show. Mm. Here we go. Let's 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 start off. Kells. Yes. We both went to Cornell. So we, we both both went to Cornell. We both Ivy educated Negroes. We're smart niggas, man. Smart we 10%. Niggas. Niggas. Top 10%. 10% the the top. elite <laughs> W.E.B. Du Bois and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you're also a lawyer. I am. I am. Where'd you go to law school? I went to Fordham Law. Fordham Law. Right here in the city. Yep. Okay. Yep. What kind of law do you practice? I don't want to get into your personals because I know, yeah, I know, like the 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 superhero shit is, is, <laughs> is completely different from the government shit. Right, right. But, but what kind of law do you practice? So right now I'm a consultant, mm-hmm. and we do um, long story. It's financial crimes, quote fingers, but basically financial crimes. Yeah, but that quote quote what quote fingers financial <laughs> okay, crimes. Okay, okay. Basically, what we do is anti money laundering, fraud, insider trading, all this Wall Street shit that y'all read about every day. Hmm. You know, the shell companies, any 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 kind of fraud or financial shit shenanigans that come up that's what we do so so you're a hero nah <laughs> you're, you're a hero for corporations nah because if you got if you bringing us in it's because you fucked up okay and you're not doing what you're supposed to do or you or you was trying to skirt what you're supposed to do and you got in trouble with the regulators either the fdic state of new york whatever whatever um yeah. depending on what the product is who governs you you got in trouble with them and they were like look you got to bring in one i might i don't want to say the company i work for but we like one of the, the big dog company and it's four of them it's like four and we're one of them so you got to bring in one of those four to get you back on track. So, so you're one of the big fours that, that, yes. that, that bring... Like, how are you doing this show and having, like, such a fucking top secret type... You don't give a fuck. Right? I mean, I've been doing this my whole life. Nah, that, that's the real answer. I don't right. give a fuck. You don't give a um, fuck. I've been doing this my whole life. I mean, it's like, you know, 
you gotta have an outlet like most of the, I ain't telling you nothing you don't know most people in this career for these assholes like you right. hate these motherfuckers right. so you gotta have an outlet you gotta have creative a bunch of white people I mean it's a couple people that's cool but like it ties into what I did before so I've always had this like double life like you know do do this shit over here but don't really talk about it so I mean it's easy to me like you know what I don't understand is you work in this high security yeah. industry yeah but you're so fucking free on Twitter yeah. Like, how does that exist? Like, nobody connects the dots? Because when they ask me about Twitter, I'll be like, I don't do that Twitter shit. Fuck mm-hmm. that social media shit. So, I live my life. I don't fucking do that shit. But it's your fucking picture and your avatar. But how they going to find me, though? They got to know They gotta know my ad. They got to dig deep into black Twitter? Yeah, and, and these motherfuckers don't know. They just happen them on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. And, and niggas in there? Nah, I mean, not really. You gotta, you gotta know a person at right. So you gotta look like for my government, which you're not gonna find. You gotta look for my handle, which you're not gonna find. And if you find it, I'm gonna switch it up, you know. So I'm telling you, we be in all the y'all. They be trying to go tweet stuff for work. I don't even got Twitter. I don't fuck with so Twitter. So you don't like fuck that. with Twitter. Your shit, your shit. I'm, I'm dead on social media. I, I, I don't fuck with Twitter. That's for them loser niggas. Fuck a Twitter. I don't know nothing about Twitter. So, so you know the Combat Jack show is a little bit more high profile. That's cool. Like, if your picture starts popping up on Google and it's Genghis Kells, like, oh, no. I'm not doing nothing that conflicts with this fucking nine to five job. So like, are we taking sh- pictures? No, it's cool. I mean, I ain't what even see I say, Man, fuck the Combat Jack show in the office. Listen, you can't get emotional. You can't, like, uh, I, you know what? Fuck I, that I, bitch, I mean, Genghis Kells. No. You know, you sound like Kelly. You sound like Genghis Kells. You not worried about that? You know what? We'll cross that bridge yeah. when we come to it. Okay. Now, 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 Kelly, the reason why you're on this show is because yes. you say shit yes. that I wish I could say. Really? Like, you cross the boundaries that I wish I could. Yeah. Like, you say shit about, you, you, you put race mm. and, and sexuality and relation and just common sense shit yeah. in such so pure, you put it so pure that I wish I could. Yeah, that I can't because I, I'm so fearful that I'll piss some people off. Who are you gonna piss off? I, you know what? I don't give a fuck about the white people, but I still don't want to piss them off. Like how you don't give a fuck because you're so anonymous. And it ain't even that. Like I don't think I'd be saying. I mean, it's not. You like, say white people. I ain't call them crackers. No, I ain't call them houses. Ah! <laughs> but you're not people. supposed to say white people you in 2016. What are you supposed to say? Uh, Americans, slave master. <laughs> <laughs> they white people. The whites, the blacks. The whites, the blacks. I mean, I mean, I, so you are I, so liberated on Twitter. I just and think, I wish I had that sense of liberation. I see. I, that's funny you say that because I think I be kind like I, you should see the shit I don't tweet. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I, I try to. I try not to be. I try. I not don't to, tweet and, what you tweet. Yeah, so I can't imagine what the fuck you don't tweet. Raw shit. Like okay. I feel like I try to keep my shit factual as possible. Mm-hmm. And when I, if I'm saying something that's like my opinion, I yes. say my in my opinion. Yes. If I'm being like crazy, I mean, but you, Twitter is the medium. You know, I wish we had a sarcasm font because you know you'll say some shit clearly Facts. joking and shit. Sarcasm font. Yeah, clearly you joking and shit. And here comes somebody Yo, mentions. How, how smart is she? She's very smart. I didn't make that Sarcasm up. Sarcasm She's an Eagles fan, though, so, you know. <laughs> Philly and that. You're from Philly, right? Damn. Yeah, born am I, am I cutting you? Am I cutting her off? Because I'm a little nah. drunk right now. Am I cutting you off? Cutting everybody off, though. Um, <laughs> born and raised. Yo, the internet um, use coke combat. Um, 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 <laughs> what's also amazing is, how the fuck did you end up being a Marines? So, that's a funny story. So, I'll tell it real quick. But, um, you know, I played basketball and sports and all that, right? Okay. And so, I, I, it was just like a military thing. It was something I always wanted to do, right? You wanted to be in the military? 
Yeah, not for like career, but like it was just something like that. Some I think sexy that, shit like GI Jane. Now shit? I'm an old nigga, so we talking about like yeah, exactly. We talking about like late '80s, early '90s before all these Dem- wars. Demi Moore and shit, like Demi Moore. Right before all these wars Demi and shit was popping up. Actually, um, Full Metal Jacket recruited me. Stanley Kubrick. Right, and then a few good men recruited me. But you got to remember, it's hard. Right. People look at me crazy, and I was like, "The fuck you gonna be in the Marines for?" But this was, and Bill Clinton was president. It was peacetime. It was easy. This was after no- college. Yeah. How the wow. fuck you going to Marines after college? Because it was something I always wanted to fucking nigga, do. Nigga, you went to Cornell. You had the Ivy League status. Yeah, but was I was you trying to pay them student? But yes. Okay, that be honest you, with me, nigga. You know how to? No, that's not okay. So you know how the Ivy League is, right? They yes. don't give you. They don't give you a scholarship per se, but they give you extra grant money. Yes, yes, yes. But yes, what yes. they do is they ease that shit off, right? Uh-huh. So I went to Cornell as a bio major. I was going to be a doctor. Damn. Changed my mind. Switch majors to what? I, I know. So this is how it ends it was, up. Do you, what, was the, the, the division of unclassified students? No, no, no. I, so I went to ag school. So I started okay. out in ag school Aggie. as a bio major. Yes. Did like two and a half, damn near three years of that. Mm-hmm. Just like, I don't want to want to do this. My pops was like about to throw me out. Like, nigga, <laughs> you, you you got a year left. You're going to fucking figure this shit out, right? <laughs> so so I was like, well, I don't want to do this shit. He like, well, you got to figure out something. You either going to go get a job or you can't stay here. You got to do something. Nah. He, was, he, was, he was pissed. Yes. I'm, I'm just Ivy League school. Nah, I'm like, your, your pops, old school Muslim. Yep. With ties to the the, the, the Philly un, yeah. underworld. I say home. Muslim like this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he eat pork? Nah, but no. you you know how they are. Like, they Muslim when it's convenient. But Was he praying on that mat every Nah, every... he did his prayers okay. and all that. But I'm saying, like, the nigga, if he had to shoot, he had to bust the shot in your ass, he'd Fine. shoot you. That's against Islam, okay. though. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Busting so... a cap in the nigga's ass <laughs> right. is against Islam. Right. America, take heed right now. <laughs> right. Okay. So so that's what it was. So I was like, all right, let me go join the military. So Let I'm... me just casually, as a woman, join sort the fucking of. Marines. Because Word. I, so this is what happened. Out of high school, I was going to go to the Naval Academy. I was going to Naval Academy. I was going to be a pilot. I was going to do a whole nine. Went on the little college. Oh, some smart nigga military right. trip. Went on to the college trip down to Annapolis. When I heard military college, I thought you go to the college and then you go to the military. I didn't understand that you're in like this military setting the whole four years of college. So I go down to Annapolis and I see these niggas marching around and in line and shit. And I'm like, oh, fuck. No, nah, I, I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> so I was like, no, nah, I'm going to go to school, school. So, but I always had it in the back of my mind. So I had this opportunity. All right, I don't know what the fuck I want to do. Fuck this. Let me go ahead and go into the Marine Corps. I knew I wanted to be a Marine. And the, but why the Like you said, naval. They the, because they're the best. How do you go from naval? Because they're the best. No, no, you saying that because you're a Marine. No, because right they're the best. No, but you didn't know that when you was thinking naval. I mean, and okay. Air Force and I put Army to you like this. And all the other forces that I, we don't know about. That's true. But I put to you like this. I bring a, If I bring an Army in here, a soldier in here right now, I bring an Airman in here right now, I bring a Sailor in here right now, and I bring a Marine in here right now, everybody in their uniform, which one you going to be? Which one I'm gonna be? I'm I'm, I'm too bitch. Which to be one would you pick? I'm Which too... one would you pick? You oh. seen a marine, right? Yeah. Which one would you pick? Um, I'd go with the marine. That's what it was. Okay, so in this room right now, yep, is Jonathan Mena, yep, A King, and yep. me. Yep. You could take us out with my bare hands. Uh, nah, not no more. I'm a little out of shape. Okay. But you give me a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, listen, <laughs> you went to Afghanistan. I did. What? It was fucking fun, dude. It was fun. Wait a minute. I never heard It was no fun. I've never heard, like, what was I, Cause they be Af- lying, cause you supposed to, like, not like that shit, and it's all oh, so Scorpi- hard. Scorpions in your fucking. Uh, no, ain't no scorpions. 
Afghanistan is like um you ever been to like Barstow, California? It's kinda like that, except it's at a higher elevation. It's just beach, beach weather. It's and- dirt it's desert, it's dirty, it's uh, you gotta understand it was occupied by the Soviets for like a long time. Okay, so yeah, yeah. they so have a lot of old Soviet shit. So it's it's it kinda looked like um Kalishnikovs and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not as fucked up as you think. The Taliban did a lot of damage, but you can see what it was. But right. they have like a lot of those government Soviet looking buildings from when the Russians were there. That shit is ugly, right? It's ugly. So it's what's ugly. fun about it? Because we was fucking niggas up. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa. <laughs> Disclaimer. You bust your guns? Um, you, you personally? Well. You've seen bullets fly I, we, through. I... All right, let me ben not Gazi. get myself in trouble. Let's think about it. Let me not get myself in trouble. So, y'all, everybody knows about drones and shit. Yes. So, my team I worked on was called HVT, which is High Value Targets. Okay. Remember old boy Zarkawi that was walking around cutting people's heads yes, off? Yes, yes, yes. So, yes, them yes. type of dudes is what we went after. At the time, Bin Laden was still out there. So, so you was like extra, sec- like you was damn near Navy SEALs type shit? No, we worked with them. So, okay. they were the ones that actually go down, down, down range. So, we do like... All the, you know, intel. The thing about intel is everybody knows this. Sorry, the thing that makes it secret is the methods that we use. Everybody knows the CIA is there. Everybody knows yeah. the drones. Everybody knows that. That's not the secret part. Secret part is the shit we, how we do it. The, the, the people we use, the, the techniques we use, how we go into three, that's zero dark 30 shit. That's the secret part. Zero dark 30. Oh, that's the secret part. That's what people don't understand. That's what you do. That's what, that's what did. I did. Right. That's what I did. So this dude. And, and, and it's fun. It's fun to you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The Zero Dark Thirty shit is fun to yeah, you. Yeah, because we was trying to get these niggas. Look, was man. niggas trying to get you? Fuck yeah, they was trying to get us. Was bullets whizzing by you, fucking head? Uh, so, not where I was. Sometimes. You ever took one? Like that like, shot? No. Nah. You nah, ever I gave one? Shot. You ever gave one? Allegedly. Nig- allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. And I definitely dropped. I definitely dropped some. You ever had to put hands on somebody? Like, um. Not like, had like, to like throat chops and shit. <laughs> See, it's more it's more primitive over there, okay. right? So over here we can sit, we can talk, civilize you and I'll so get along. So you digging so like, niggas' eyes out? That's the most primitive nah, not shit digging nobody's eyes out. But like, I'm, you gotta understand, I'm a woman, right? Yes. Over there, they don't respect women at all. Yes, but I'm in charge. Was niggas trying to rape you out there? Nah, 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 nah. It's weird because they don't respect women, but we're American. Yes. It's funny because my roommate was a translator. She's Persian. Okay, they looked at her like she's one of them. Right. So they treated her like shit. But me, I'm an American, so I get all the respect. I get mm-hmm. this, I get that. However, I'm still a woman, so when I go up in the place, they'll try you. So if I, motherfucker, I tell you to be the fuck still, because I don't know what's going on right now, and you fucking move. That's it. That's what, it. What? What do you? What's that's it mean? It, it could mean different things. It Give could mean me if we something. Just butt you in your head, or, or maybe we might gotta shoot you allegedly. Oh, that's all I'm saying. I mean, look. We don't know these people. I don't know you. You don't know me. We looking for so-and-so. These motherfuckers try to set you. You can't trust nobody. You you listen to Serial, right? This new Serial. Yes, That's why I fucked that nigga. Because you can't trust nobody. Because he's a fuck nigga. Because he's a fuck nigga. You walked off and now we got to go Ber- fucking. Berg, Berg dollars a Yeah, fuck now nigga. we got to go fucking find your ass. And I'm about to fucking almost die in this fuck-ass country because your fucking ass want to go wandering off. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Naked. Fuck you, dude. Like, are you for real? This um, one more. Two more questions. Um. You've been stalking me. Yep. Why? That's like what how? I do. Like, like, like you stalk niggas? Like, yep. And, and broads. Yeah, because I did my research. Because like, when I was in law school, I wanted to do entertainment law. I wanted to do what you did. Okay. I wanted to do what y'all did. Yes. And, and I, me so, and Ed Woods. Yep. And, 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 and all of y'all. Like a few, cool. you, um, old boy from uh, L. Londell. It's a couple of y'all. And I was like, I want to do what don't, they don't did. Don't be like Londell. 
I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, I'm studied, just saying too. I believe you. <laughs> okay. I study. I study people's moves. Yes. How did they get where they got yes. to? What did they do? What internships they do? How did they move? That's what I did. Okay. And I mean, and I as I read about y'all and other people, they say that's what you should do. So that's what I did. I studied moves because when you in law school, what they gonna tell you? Oh, you can't be no entertainment lawyer. You don't know nobody. I'm like, all right. Well, let me see what. You how can't these, be no black motherfucker. Right. Let me see how these they did it. Let me see how they did right, it. Right. So I studied you. I knew you went to Cornell. You I had knew, no guns though. Nah, but I mean, you know, I did my research. I did some internships. You know I don't bust no guns. <laughs> I know. I've, I've never bust no guns. Listen. You know I'm pussy with, with regards <laughs> to the gun shit, right? <laughs> I, I got out of that, sh- I got out of that shit because that shit get old. Yes, you know yes, what I mean? Yes, that yes. shit get old. I'm like, all right, time to do something else. Right, right. And, you know, I missed it the first time around. Like, you know, when uh, I was being a doctor instead of in, instead of interning for Bad Boy. I could have been there too, but, right. you know, so I was like, all right, well, whatever. Oh, man. So I started interning. I went out to L.A. I interned a little bit more. I learned a little bit about the business, a little bit here, a little How'd bit there. How'd you like L.A.? Um, it was okay. It's good. It's, the business is better out there, but the people so fucking fake. Like, right. I hated them. Like, you got to find, like, people who, who have, you have something to comment with. So you find people from L.A., New York, but they're few and far between. But I did hook up with Amos Keith, who's a, a, a producer. He was on Making His Band, Diddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I got with him when he he uh, helped Frank with his um, yes. album on the Grammy yes. for that shit. And I made a lot of connections through him. And You're talking I, about Frank Ocean, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I and I stuck and moved out there, and you know, then I came back here and I uh, interned with Nova for a little bit. So Nova I, Perry, right? Nova Perry. Her, her daughter is a, a, a Sky. Right, right, Nova. right, right. So okay. I mean, I studied y'all, okay. but you know, the as you know, the music industry was falling down. The market wasn't great. Niggas want you to work for free to hook up for this to that. I ain't got time for that. So I'm doing this little shit right now because it pays really well, and, and and I have ten years experience in it. So why not? But like. You know that ain't that ain't my lifetime dream. How did I find you on Twitter? Like I don't you, know. I, I Probably because just... I was following you. See, creep. And I you all. And, and and the last thing I'm gonna say before we go into the into, before we go into the, you're like an official creep. Like I mm-hmm. watch you. Like I watch you creep mm-hmm. on chicks. I try. Online, like look at me. You I, you guys can't see me coming. If you see me coming, you are gonna be on your guard. So yep. I gotta slide up behind you. How, how was your how's your creep, how effective is your creep game? It's pretty effective. Really? Yeah, it's pretty effective. You slid really? up with anything at the VS party after the boat party? No, no, I didn't. But nah. you was on your best behavior. I was exactly. You was on your best behavior. I was on my best behavior. But is Twitter like a good fertile ground for like? Nah, like, I be fucking around on Twitter to be honest. I mean, I don't follow no ugly broads. All the, so ah, all the chicks, you don't so, follow no ugly broads. Nah, so all the chicks I follow are cute, and I fuck around with them. But like, I you know, it's not. I ain't, I ain't in nobody's DMs. Are you? Are, are they? Are they? Are they in your DMs? Nah, not really. They not sending you the panties on. on nah, the, not really. Uh, not really. Uh, I just be fucking around. Okay, you know what I mean. But I mean. It's fun. I have fun. But I mean, the, I'll be one of them niggas that might just show up married. Y'all be like, where the fuck this shit come from? Because I keep my shit. <laughs> I keep my shit to myself because I think that's how people fuck up. Yes. They shit all on the TL yes. and all that. I don't, it ain't for me. Listen, let's get into this show. But I got to tell you, you are one of my favorite people. Thank you. On Twitter. And it's such an honor to have you in the studio. It's my pleasure to be here. Let Thank me tell you, you something. It, it all comes down. Like I explained to the to the audience last week, like I'm going into this whole like rotational thing. I want you on the show. Let's see how it works out. Yes, sir. Worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. If this shit don't work out and I blow up, could you be my bodyguard? I lay him down for you, bro. <laughs> I lay him down. Niggas. Boop, you, boop, boop. <laughs> do, do, niggas, <laughs> come test me right now. All you motherfuckers out there, come lay test me. Down, You're tuned into the Combat Jack Show, the CombatJackShow.com that doesn't exist. Jonathan Mena, what's up with that? <laughs> It's coming. Listen, it's going to our show right now. All Philly, 
all Philly, all Philly. Welcome, Genghis Kells, to the Combat Jack Show. Thank you, sir. Let's go to a break. In your area. F your radio show, F your podcast, and F your TV show. Internet, so you are tuned into the Combat Jack Show, the combatjackshow.com. We got Genghis Kells in here. Genghis, I didn't tell you what up? before we jump into this. Are what? you feeling a little nervous or anything like that? Extremely. Good. You're supposed to feel nervous because you got big shoes yes. to follow. We got Dallas Penn, the God, the boot God boot as God. your predecessor. <laughs> we got the Premium Pete yep. as your predecessor. We got yep. NY Delight. Yeah. And, and and a whole host of other... Who else we got? I've been doing I mean, an just education, Blaze, bro. Just Blaze is still down. You just know, Blaze is... From a distance. Just Blaze is, is the cheat code. He don't... <laughs> he's, he's already God body. He don't fucking shout, shout, right? shout out Just Blaze. Yeah, 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 yeah. But listen, internet, like I told y'all before, we got Genghis in here. This is our first episode. She's from Philly. Like I said, this okay. is this show right here yep. is all Philly everything. Word. Yes, it is. With great pride and joy, I welcome to the Combat Jack show, Mr. Freeway. What's up, Freeway? Philadelphia Freeway. What's up, Free? What's up, Philly Freeway? Yo, you looking great, my dude. Thank you, man. Appreciate it, man. Yo, the 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 gear is straight. You got you got the foam posits on and everything. <laughs> you know, you, you know, looking I'm, svelte I'm and from everything. Philly, man. You know. Hands, <laughs> Yo, happy New Year, my dude. Happy New Year to you too, man. Happy New Year to all of y'all. Thank you. you. Too. Now this sh- this episode has been in the making for at least a year and a half. Yeah, I know we've man. been trying to make this happen, yeah. and it hasn't happened, and I'm so glad that it's happening right now. It's definitely an honor to be here, man. Appreciate of 2016, it. man. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. You know, I'm feeling wonderful. How'd you spend the holidays, man? Uh, with the family, you know. Just relaxing in the house. Just relaxing. You know? yeah, yeah. Now, now, I know 2015 was a crazy year for you, man. Yeah, man. A lot, a lot of uh, trials and tribulations. But trials and tribulations. Made it through. Made it through. You know, alhamdulillah. How you feeling, like, physically? Like, I know you've been going through a lot with, like, kidney failure and the whole nine. Yeah, well, in September, I was diagnosed with kidney failure. September? September that's not 16th. Too far, that's not wow. too far away, man. September 17th, they cut me open, put the uh, port in my chest, hooked me up to dialysis. I've been doing dialysis three times a week, four hours a day ever since. Whoa. So, you know, but with the treatments... Before I, I, I was diagnosed with kidney failure, I was feeling, like, very fatigued. And right. Like, I was drained. I just thought it was from working and doing a bunch of shows, but it wasn't. So now that I get my treatments, uh, what the dialysis do is it cleans the toxins and the fluids from your body. My kidneys was cleaning the fluids, but it wasn't cleaning the toxins. So the dialysis cleans the toxins along with the fluids for me. So I feel great, you know. How does one get kidney failure? Just, um, I I was diagnosed in 2012 with high blood pressure and, um, and diabetes, you know, so... It just comes from from that, right. you know, from years and years of that. Now, can you explain to me, because I've heard this term so many years, and, and I, I'm not ashamed to tell the audience how, how dumb or, or, or in an unintelligent, I, what is dialysis exactly, man, exactly? Well, I just explained it, it's, it's the uh, thing, it's the process that cleans your blood, and it cleans the toxins and the fluids from your blood, you know, and that's what your kidneys are, are designed to do, you to know. clean your blood and yeah. to clean... Okay. So they hooked me up to the machine. First, I had to put it in my chest, but I just got it took out probably like a few days ago. So now I have this right here. Okay. You see, I got this incision right here. They yes. cut my arm open. They took my main vein in my arm and they put it up here so they access it and they tied it into a main artery. So now they, every time I go to dialysis, they take, stick two needles right here and one needle sucks the blood out and cleans it and the other needle puts it back in. Yo, you show me that shit so casually. 
I mean, it's it's, that it's a part of my, my life does now. It, does so. it hurt my dude? I mean, it it hurt once I got when I got the operation. Right. And like the first couple times, it was a little a little irritating. The most thing, the thing that bothers me the most is I got to keep my arm still for four hours. So right. I got to be in there for four hours like this. Which is which is not that bad considering. Yeah, but else. it don't. It's not, it's not really painful in the in the process of. The blood getting drained out your body and putting them back in is not painful at all. You don't feel when they put it in my when I had the uh the permacalf in my chest, I didn't feel it at all. And I was in there playing games with both hands and all that, but this is actually better because it's it's my vein that they're accessing. So I get a better treatment with that. Now I've been listening to your new your new mixtape. Yes, sir. Fear of a free planet. Yes, sir. And one of the things that popped out on the first record is you talked about how you have a new kidney on the way. Yes, sir. <laughs> now, 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 what is like, like, like talk like you about to have a kidney? Yeah, I had to I had to go through the process of getting a bunch of tests like, you know, uh, HIV and a bunch of, you know, all the all the diseases and everything. And, you know, I had to, like, get my heart checked and a bunch of other things checked. And once everything checked out and everything was clear, they called me and it was like, now you're active on a, on a kidney list. So. I got to keep my phone on 24-7. They could call me anytime. Like, if they call me right now, I'm out. Got to go straight to the hospital, and they're going to put a new candy in me. 12 hours. Personal question, man. You got health insurance? To yes. Cover all of this shit? I, if I ain't have health insurance, <laughs> yeah. I'd be assed out. Yo, yo free. <laughs> I'd be spending all my rap money. <laughs> Please explain to me how a rap, and this is no disrespect to the rap community, but I know uh, historically, mm -hmm. um, even our most revered rappers don't have health insurance. How did you ha end up getting... Health insurance that covers you to to this extent, man. Uh, I I'm actually insured through my wife's health insurance. Okay, you know what I mean. So we got Blue Cross, Blue Shields. We got that federal. She's a keeper. Yeah, yes sir. She's she's, she's definitely a keeper. <laughs> this is my artist Scolito. Scolito, what's up, man? What up? What up? You know what's he, happening, man? He got the last song on a uh, on a on a project. I was listening to it today, man. And he, and one of the lines that stuck out to me was like, "The ones that love you." The most that never take you off your shorts, you know. So, <laughs> that's real. <laughs> now, now it's crazy to me because um, I've been doing some research on you, particularly with regard to your your your, your health history, mm -hmm. and you went through a lot to overcome the shortcomings of diabetes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually like when when they check my numbers, it's like I don't have diabetes anymore. Right. You know, so But the flip side is you in a sense you overcame diabetes and once you overcame diabetes, you had kidney failure. Do you feel like that's like two strikes against you or like what the fuck? I mean it's just it's just challenges. You know, you know, I feel as though God challenges his strongest soldiers. You know, I'm not mm. looking at it like like I'm cursed or nothing. Like it could have been way worse. Like I was when I went to the hospital the doctors told me that my levels, my creatine levels was the highest that they ever seen. Like my doctor said he was doing this for 30 thing. years, which is not a good thing right, at all. Right, right. Like they couldn't, they was like, we can't believe you're still walking around. Right. Like that's how I, how my levels were. They were calling me the lucky star in the hospital, you know? So I feel blessed that I'm still here. I could have passed the fuck out on stage somewhere or something like, you know? Have you ever passed out? No, I never passed You've out. You've never passed out? Alhamdulillah, I never passed out. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> Yo, now, now, and before, I know people have asked you this before, but I just want to go through like the, the most asked questions before we go deep into your history. Mm -hmm. 2015 was also um, a very hectic and painful year for you because you lost a close friend. Yeah, most definitely. By the name of Jacka. Most definitely. Good, good hearted, good person, man. Like, Who is Jack? I'm not familiar with Jacka. He, he's, he's an artist from the West Coast. He's from the Bay Area and, and they love him over, like right. they love him over there, like. 
he's uh from a group called the mind figures and they make real great music you know and like we i i went out there probably like 2002 i was on tour with jay and they reached out to me they wanted to buy a verse from me so i went through their studio and uh did the verse for him or whatever and just started vibing out with them they muslim like i'm muslim so right. I'm like, wow, they doing the same thing I'm doing on the West Coast that, that you know, that we do on the East Coast. And it was all love. We just kept in touch. I started flying back out there, doing stuff with them. And we came up with the concept of us doing an album together. So uh, 2014, we put out an album called Highway Robbery. And we toured. Before that, we was touring. We've been to Africa together, mm. Sweden together, uh, so many places. Like, we did so much stuff together. And right before he passed... Uh, November of 2014, we went to the UK together. We actually did a lecture tour where we were going to different like colleges and talking to the, the, the people about being Muslim and right. being in the music business, you know, and like that was the last substantial time I spent with him, you know, so it was a, I'm just happy to have that, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. Now, let, now let's go back to the roots. And the, the crazy thing about that, though, when we was over there as far as music, like they love his music. Like right. they was like, I was like with him. Like they like, oh shit, this oh, you, jacket. You, you, you were following him. Yeah, like it was it like was, a, it wasn't like freeway and yeah, jacket. It, it was, was like, like a change for one. I, I felt good about it. Like you know what I mean, my man shining. Like you know what I mean. They really love him over there. You know, that's crazy, man. Yeah. Now you were born in West Philly. Yeah, yeah. I'm a New York nigga. I don't mm -hmm. know nothing about Philly. We got Kells in here. We got you in here. You was born in West Philly, mm -hmm. and then you migrated to North Philly. Yeah, yeah. I want to understand. That's a big thing. Right, yeah, like, yeah. like, explain that to I me. I mean, man. I was, I was going to school. Like, what happened was, uh, we, my cousins, when I was living in West Philly, probably like, when we was going to school, like, uh, third, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, they came to live with me, you know. So, um, what's the difference between West Philly and North Philly? Oh wow, what school did you go to in West Philly? I went to Huey, and I went to oh. West Philly High for a little bit. Okay, you know Lamberton. Yeah, I know Lambert. I'm familiar with that. That's yeah. why I went. That's what's up. That's yep. what's up. Yeah. I, what was that? Was all of that mean? All that Philly <laughs> talk mean? West West Philly is like a little more middle class. Okay. North Philly is like a little more grimier. So how know. do you go from like middle class to grimier? It's not really like it's just a little more. It's like yeah. a, like a step above. It's okay. not like like I was in Bel Air or nothing like that. <laughs> it's still we still had the same problems that a lot of people had in right. North, but. Just north is just way more grimier. Yeah. So a month ago, I was hanging out at at Max's. Yeah, that's north. And then went to the Philly. to the Eagles bar. You was and in that the hood. shit. That shit was yeah. live. Yeah, yeah. You was it in was the heart. so niggas was selling black. That's, that's area. That's, niggas was that's in the where, fucking uh, in the fucking bar selling like yeah. eighteen that, forty two. The glossy cover like, books. Was selling everything. Like <laughs> yeah. it's it's live out there, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the hood. Was that culture shock to you going from like the middle class to like more of the hood? Not really, because I was I used to go down there all the time anyway. Okay. So uh, they went to school with me then, and then I moved down north and went to school with them. Right. So, so you grew up as an only child. Yeah, yeah. I'm an only child. Mm -hmm. Um, What did your parents do, man? My mom worked for SEPTA. Mm -hmm. Which is? It's the Southeastern Transportation Authority. Okay. It's like the buses and, and the trains right. and It's everything. like the MTA here. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And uh, my pop, he had a job when I was younger, and then he, like, started working for himself. Like, okay doing construction and stuff like that you know what i get from you is that um even though your um family was like working class mm -hmm. there was a lot of intellectual stimulation in your family you could say that yeah. you know yeah yeah and what wasn't there i i, I seeked it on my own okay you know? 
So growing up as an only child, man, how what what did you like? What did you gravitate to, man? I mean, I was the only child, but we were still fucked up. Like it right. wasn't like I remember I used to fucking wait for them to go to work so I could put my dad <laughs> jeans on to go. You know what I mean? So I could go to school and be fly. Cause right. I couldn't really get all the things that I wanted to get. Right, you know? right, so, right, 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 yeah. right. Um, f- explain this to me. F- somebody just told me recently in Philly. When you go to Philly, you don't you don't you don't give a nigga a dap with your fist. You got to shake a nigga's hand. Because if you give a nigga a dap, that's disrespect. Is that, is that, is that true? I ain't never heard that. I mean, never have you heard, heard that? that? I never heard You never that. heard like you got to shake a brother's hand. Uh, Corey Towns I mean, told you, me this. You should shake a, a man's hand when right. you meet him anyway, but I never heard that in Philly. Like that's some Philly shit or nothing. Like okay. that's just some man law shit. Philly is, you know, it's like block to block. It's a right. very neighborhood city. So it's very like, provincial. Y- yeah, like it's block to block. Like one block be cool, you go another block over, get your throat cut. It's, right. It's, exactly. I mean, I'm just fascinated because Philly is so close to us. Yeah. Like Philly is so close to New York in proximity. So close, but, but it's so, so different. different. Yeah. <laughs> it's so different, man. Definitely. Now, now, free. You wasn't born into the Muslim religion. Nah, when I was born, you know, my um, my mom was christian okay and as, what, as de- what denomination just regular christian okay. just like you know she go to church she still go to church every sunday right and um as i started growing older my dad he he got involved with this place called the nation of akiba line and it was like on some black empowerment stuff okay. like you know they had this it was this guy that ran the whole thing and his name was baba and he had a couple wives and you know they had a prophet there was this dude that was sitting next to me and his name was Prophet Ignatin. And, you know, in Islam, we believe there's no more prophets after Prophet Muhammad. So right. they was in that joint bugging. Right. And I didn't even know I was a young boy. So I'm just like in there like that's what my dad wanted me to do. So, you know. And and, and, and is that what your life gravitated towards? Because from what I understand, as a teenager, that's when you really took your spirituality in your own hands. Yeah, once I got old enough to understand I always was trying to figure out what the what the right religion was because religion was a part of my life because right. like I said my dad had me doing that and my mom had me uh my mom was Christian so I was it was a struggle between that cuz I would be with my dad my dad be like boy you can't eat no pork and then I go to my grandma's house and she be like well you can eat pork while you over here I remember <laughs> when I was young we used to the fucking Bacon, egg, and cheese biscuits from McDonald's. Well, them joints used to be whamming. My mom used to sneak and get me one of them joints. I used to love them joints. Now, now Kels, your pops yep. was Muslim. He telling my life right now. Same thing. Life. My like, dad had beef fry in the house. You couldn't have bacon. Nobody want no fucking beef fry. <laughs> like, what's that shit? <laughs> so, 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 so as a teenager, like, what, what made you commit? Like, what was the turning point that made you commit to the, to the Muslim? I family? had a, I had a friend out, out West Philly. His name was, uh, Dante Black Ross and, and he was Muslim and like I I really I looked up to him you know he was he was cool like he used to pray and all that stuff so I started wondering about the religion and then when I moved down North Philly the whole neighborhood was Muslim right it was two masjids uh Albanian masjid and Al Oxer yeah. within a five block radius you know so that's when I started really studying and trying to learn more about Islam then when I went to Kensington uh, by, by the time I went to Kensington, I had already took my Shahada, so I was learning. Like, we had it on lock. Like, we would, they would let us pray when, when it's time to pray. We'd leave class and go to the auditorium and pray. And we had that thing on lock. And it was a couple kids from, from overseas. I, like, I had a friend named Kifa, and he was from, like, uh, Palestine. He used to tell me about how, wow. like, they go to wars. Like, right. he used to make, like, 
the bottle bomb, like would put light the bottle and throw it. Like he's just telling me, in like Philly, how, like he was showing you how to. No, he was telling me this is what he was going through in his right, country. Right, right. Like he wasn't going through it in right, Philly. Right. You know, <laughs> it ain't that bad. Say <laughs> it. I mean, you niggas can't sleep though, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, so you know, I just I just gravitated to religion, and once I started studying, everything made sense to me. It was like in Islam. It's no blind following. You know how, like, like no disrespect to Christianity or nothing. Or, but, or any religion. Or any religion. But, like, even to this day when I talk to my mom and we have debates about religion, we always come to a roadblock. And, and like, I can explain everything about my religion, but when I ask her certain questions, she just get frustrated and be like, well, you just got to believe. And I'm like, you can't just believe. Like, it has, you have to have proof about why you believe in this thing. And then she'd be like, well, this is what my mother and my father believed in, so that's why I believe in it, you know, so. Now, Ke now Kels, you never gravitated towards them. What was, was it, what was it about? I just, I just, it was like my dad was Muslim, my mom was Catholic. I just was like, all y'all can't be right, so all y'all probably wrong. Right. To be honest. Like, <laughs> so, I, so you was just, a, you was just yeah, extreme. Like, you say you right, he say he right. <laughs> Cancel out, you know, I don't know. But I wonder, where 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 in West Philly are you from? Uh, Fifty Second Street. You, I lived you, on a little block called Lindenwood. It's between I live actually between Arch and Race and Fifty Second and Fifty Third. Yeah, I know exactly that. You ever heard of Southside Sandwiches on Sixtieth and uh? Yeah, yep, Southside. And they got they store. got the halal. That's my pop. The halal, store. the uh, beef pepperonis for the pizza and all that. That's yeah. my pop store. The, Positively, your, no pork. Your pop and, they, and they cheese steaks be whamming too. Don't that's my me. father's yeah. store. It's still yeah. there. It's still there. I own you, it you now. You ain't tell me you own it. Because you don't know Philly. But you ain't tell me that when I was in Philly. You got to bring him a cheesesteak, man. Y'all don't deliver to, to my Brooklyn? My pops died in, tw <laughs> in 2012, so we, we renting it out right now. But okay. I mean, that's why I asked him because it's like a West. Everybody know that store because my dad, he was, his his uh thing was Positively No Pork. I mean, he had that before since I was born. Positively No Pork positively was, no was pork. a hashtag. Yeah. It's a halal. So he was the first one to do all that. And it's like, you know, I heard I heard it kind of fell off. The dude that's in there now not doing it right. But I was just wonder if he knew. But yeah, that's my pops. That's store. crazy. That's now, Free, man, from what I understand, man, growing up, man, you was into the martial arts. Man, you really digging deep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait till the next question. Like, you was into the martial arts. Yeah, yeah. What, 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 I got a black belt in Shotokan. Shotokan. And, um, I did Muay Thai for like two years, and I did Taekwondo. I got a green belt, brown belt in Taekwondo. You still you still practice, or you just good? Nah, I still know it, but I don't, I don't be practicing. I'll fuck a nigga up, though. From, <laughs> from what I understand, your um, gravitation towards martial arts stems from Halloween. And the elf costume. Well, it it wasn't really behind that. Right. I uh my mom and them used to go to the YMCA and they ain't, they didn't have nobody to watch me. So right. I used to go there and I could have played basketball, I could have did karate, and I wanted to do karate. And somebody did take my elf mask when I was a little you kid. Get, you got an elf mask for Halloween. Yeah, I was I was walking home from school, and he was was the name of them kids. They names was it was like a group of them. It was like the Dirty Dozen or something. And they used to always come up to the school fucking with kids. And I'm walking home by myself with my elf mask. My mom told me don't the, take it to the school. The elf mask is on? I, I don't think I had it on. I might have had it in my hand. But my mom told me don't take it to school. You know, me being hard-headed, I took it to school. They ran down on me. I'm trying to fight them all, but it was too many of them. And Damn. They took my elf mask. Now, did, did you get them back eventually or did you... No, I don't think I ever got them back. back. They right? got it. I got them back with success. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they bought your records, right? Those niggas probably scrambling somewhere. Now, now, growing up, man, you grew up with Petey. 
You yeah, grew yeah, up with yeah. When, from North, when I moved down North Philly, PD was down there. We went to Kensington together. Okay. Like what, what grade? What what age? That probably was like ninth, tenth grade. Ninth, early. Yeah, yeah, early. early. And like, how did y'all start gravitating into into rap, man? Petey was hot. Petey always been fire since the, he one of my favorite rappers to the day. Wow. And um, me, him, and my well, first it started was me and him. Then my cousin, my cousin Indy Five Hundred Tyrone, that's my first cousin. He went to a uh, job corps, and then he came back like, yo, I got a rap. And um, it was hot, so we put him in a group too. It was all three of us, Ice City, Ice City. Yeah. And I, initially, your 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 initial name was Bossanova. Yeah, Bossanova. Bossanova. Boss Molino. Like, how how'd you go from Bossanova to Freeway, man? I I I was in the streets heavy, you right. know. So you know, I remember when uh my old head ooh, it was a magazine, and they they was talking about it, in the magazine, they was talking about Freeway Ricky. And like all the shit that he was doing, and um, I was impressed with it, you know. And I was on the freeway a lot too, so I'm like, man, that's my new rap name, Freeway. Now you was really in the streets like that. Yeah. Um, in '99 you got arrested. Yeah, yeah. For for selling drugs. Possession with intent to deliver. And and what they give you, man? Well, actually, um, I had a good lawyer, so, um, I got a uh, I had to do a little bit of time. And then I went to a drug program, and then how, I was on probation. How much, how much time? Probably like six months or something. Six like months. That. Yeah, yeah. Like, wasn't that shit hard though? Like six months. I mean, you were saying six months. I mean, I never. Nigga, the, I cra- spent the crazy, hour in the jail. crazy thing is, I really wanted to see what it was like. Like, you know see, what I mean? Because jail, what jail yeah, was because like? everybody, everybody from the block that was hustling, been in and out of jail. I right. never been to jail. Right. I don't know what was wrong with me, but I, <laughs> I even said it in the room. Like, I wonder what jail was like until I got inside. Like. I wanted to see what it was like, but when I got in that joint, I was like, I don't ever want to come back in that joint again. <laughs> I can't live like that. People tell me what to do, and, you know, it's, it's crazy. When the shit, when they eat, all of that shit, right? Yeah, man, it's for suckers, man. Um, You ever meet uh, Freeway Rick Ross? Yeah, that's my man. That's your man. When he was when he was locked up, I reached out to him and like and explained the situation to him. And, and, told he, and, he, and he was cool with that? Yeah, told him when he come home, if he ever need anything, I got him or whatever. He, he's actually on my mixtape. We had a little conversation on the mixtape or whatever. Oh, that's him. That's him in the mixtape. Yeah, that's him. Which is which is kind of crazy. So you also have a, a relationship with Rick Ross. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, Whenever he come to, we was just in, he just came to Philly, and I had him with me riding through my hood listening to the new album. Like it was just like, like a surreal moment, you know. Yo, I I really like um, Ricky Ross's presence on social media, man, because yeah, yeah. it's very measured, and, and I, I'm trying to get him on the show, man. Yeah. Um, I hit him up and, you know, nah, show please, make man. it happen for you next time he comes to the East. Talk about your relationship with, with Beans, man. How'd you first meet Beans? Uh, we was, the first time I seen Beans, I think we was like in a, um, in the movies, and he had a, like a Rockefeller shirt on. I ain't never seen, was that? Oh, yeah, like a Def Jam shirt on or something. I think, but that was before he was even on. Was down with them. And um, we was in a club. I think it was club dances or whatever. And um, niggas was like trying double team him on a battle. Right. So I'm like, pull me up on stage. I got you. I'll battle with you. So he pulled me up on stage, and we just aired the people out that was on. We roasted them or whatever, and it was all good. And um, then I knew some people that knew him, so I would like went through his block. Highlight him, and we went down there to spit, and we just got a relationship from there. And then one day, they took me up there to rap for Jay. Now they took you to New York to rap for Jay. Yeah, it was me. It was a bunch of people. 
They took a bunch of niggas up there to rap. In. in New York City, like a bunch of niggas from Philly. Yeah, yeah. Like how many niggas from Philly rapping in front Probably of you? Like six or seven. Six or seven. Yeah, yeah. Now, cats think like the story goes that once Beans got signed, he pointed at you and it was easy and you got in. But from what I understand, it wasn't that easy. No, it wasn't easy. Like, like from what I actually, I rapped for Jay probably way before that. Like I seen him in Vegas at a Tyson fight because right. my, my old heads is heavy. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? So they made sure I was everywhere I needed to be. So uh, still heavy too. But uh, we it was a Mike Tyson versus Bofa fight. Right. So we was there. I was like at the MGM. A, at the MGM. Right. I was like in the back. So I seen Jay. Jay was walking with Dame. Dame was like, Jay Z, two billion sold. Like promoting them heavy. Like they walking around doing Dame Dash. Doing what he do, right. you know. So um, Leora Collins was there. I spit for Jay. He was fucking with it, but nothing came out of it. But I heard you had to spit for him for like damn near ten, fifteen. Like you spitting for him in a long time. The time. The time when we uh when when Beans took me up there, everybody was spitting. But when I spit, Jay ran out the room. He ran out the room and came back in like, "Yo, this this kid is crazy." Like you know, because I knew it was for the money. Like I wasn't playing with them <laughs> niggas. Like I was like, like nigga, you like take us take us there, man. You're spitting for Jay Z. Mm -hmm. Like this, you shooting your shot. Yeah, like I, in a I, sense, you you a I, kid from Philly, and and, and Philly the the industry's not popping. So now, now you 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 rapping in front of arguably the hottest rapper on the planet. Yeah, man, I, I just like, gave it. I just gave it my shot. all. Right. Like you know, I gave it my all. It's 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 based, It was kind of like on if you listen to Hot Nine Seven, how I did that. Whenever somebody stopped rapping, I rap. Right. That's the same. That's the that's the mind frame that I had. Like whenever nigga, if it's quiet, a nigga start rapping, I'm rapping. Like you know what I'm saying? Because I had a point to prove. Yo, 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 free man. Your, your style is so unorthodox. Thank you, thank and, you. And it, it's so unique, man. Like, what's the father of your style or the mother of your style, man? Where do you get your style from, man? I don't know, man. It's just come to me like that. Like, you know, is I guess just listening to different hot. Like, it's probably like a mixture of people that I grew up with. Because even in Philly, when I was coming up, I was around a lot of hot MCs. Like, you know what I'm saying? And people that might not have made it. But they still was hot, you know, and got into other things. Then listening to people that are always like people with crazy flows, like younger. I used to love Tretch from Only by Nature, mm. Dress from Black Sheep. Right. Just like just like niggas with different flows. Right, right, so, right, 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 you right. Know, I guess that's that's where it come from. Now you got a story about dress. Yeah, like yeah. You, yeah. you was trying to get on. Yeah, but it was uh probably like this was when I was still out West Philly. And they had this con this rap contest in my school. I was I was going to Sarah Middle School. You familiar with Sarah? Yeah, it's <laughs> right Sarah. near your, it's right near my, your dad's store. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what it is. Yeah, so uh, they had this a uh, pregnancy is not for me contest. Pregnancy is not for me. Yeah, so next I rode to around. positively no pork. <laughs> yeah. Yo, your shit was popping in Philly. So I rode around. <laughs> I was like, pregnancy is not for me, and for y'all that don't know, my name is Lester Lee. I like to kick a little around for the he and the she. <laughs> And before you have sex, use your mind as a kid. Like, I was on some positive shit. Right. So they had Stanley T. He was, like, the, the, the main disc jockey at the time from Power 99. Mm -hmm. And um, he was real impressed with me, so he started managing me after that, okay. you know? So he would take me to all the shows, and it was a show. Black Sheep was there, and I was in a crowd. And um, I love them niggas. So uh, afterwards— Them niggas, them niggas was doing it. Yeah, afterwards, he let me let me talk to him or whatever. Right. And I told him, came up to him, like, yeah, Drez— I love you. I'm, I mean, I'm going to be a rapper. I want to be a rapper. And he was like, man, 
don't worry about being a rapper. Stay in school. Like, you got to get you get yourself together, do the books and all that. And I was like, man, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> but, but he's giving you, like, positive. Yeah, but I wanted, that's not what I wanted to hear from my right. favorite, one of my favorite rappers. Was that like, discouraging <laughs> to you, man? A little bit. Right. A little bit. But, you know, I kept pushing. And from what I understand, man, years later, he was at the at the Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival. Yeah. Performing. Mm-hmm. And Drez was in the audience. Yeah. And he came to your show and then you you, you got a chance to speak to him and yeah, he, a couple he, t- a couple times. A couple of times. Yeah, did couple did times. you remember that or you were, Yeah, he you remember reminded I reminded him and he yeah. was like, Oh shit, you was there. <laughs> yeah. He definitely remember. Actually, uh I rocked out with Just Blaze uh the Monday that just passed for his birthday yes. at the uh Bowery Electric Bowery demo. I, yeah. I was supposed to be there, man. Yeah, the last time I performed there I performed with Just Blaze and Drez was there too. Right. And he was on stage and he told the story to everybody. Right. So So Shout out Drez and Just. So you talk about, you know, Beans is trying to bring you in to the Rockefeller family. You 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 audition personally mm-hmm. for Jay-Z, man. How do you end up doing what eight, 1-800-Hustler, man? Well, after, the whole time I did that, I was on a run for the right. case that I got locked up for. Right. You was on, be, before they locked you up. Before, yeah. So okay. my mom, I got locked up and then I went to court and they was talking some crazy shit. So I'm like, fuck that. I'm not going to. Yeah. You? yeah I, was, I was like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going back there. I'm just going to do this rap thing. I'm right. going to get some money. Then I'll pay a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, some backwards nigga shit. Like, yeah. I, got <laughs> I was making a little bit of money in the streets, but, right. you know, I wasn't trying to spend that on a lawyer. You know, I was I was young, you know. I'm like, I'm going to make these millions with this rap. I know I got it. Buy this case away, right? Yeah, and I'm just, it's just going gonna, gonna to disappear. So uh, probably like a week or two after I rap for Jay, I, got, I was home. I was on the block, and I was letting my man Butter here some new songs that I made and then the cops pulled up behind us and I know I got all these 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 uh cases and stuff that I didn't go to court for so I got out the car and ran and, <laughs> and they caught me and they I'm sitting in the back of the cop car crunchy so they're like oh that's why you ran from us you got these open cases and all that so right now. that's when I went um that's when I went to jail and um then, then my old head got me a lawyer, took care of that for me, because he like, nigga, you just rap for Jay. You're not going to jail. We're going to make sure that you get your shit right. right. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm like the hope of the neighborhood right, or whatever. Right, right. So <laughs> even when I was in jail, niggas, was, I was spitting for niggas. They like, yo, we're going to break you out. You, <laughs> we about to El Chapo you? <laughs> yeah, you're too hot to be sitting in this joint. <laughs> so um, I, uh, I came home. I was on house Your lawyer beat the case or? I didn't beat the case. Like, I pled guilty. Right. And then that's when took I... Took a lesser plea. Yeah, I took a lesser plea, and then that's when I went to the drug program, and then I had the probation and all that or whatever. So um, I was home on house arrest, and I would, Beans would call me like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in Florida. When you get off house arrest, you're going to be right with me. I'm I'm in Cali. When the shit popping when I get Rock off house arrest. Rockefeller's feeding me. I'm getting, I'm getting bigger right yeah, now. Yeah, like, when you, when you get off, you're going to be right with me. Watch. You my nigga. I got you. So when I got off house arrest, I was right with him. And that's when he was recording the reason and the dynasty. So I'd mm. be up in New York right. in the Baseline. studio for a week straight right. with just a toothbrush, just in there, just re- recording songs when I can in between shit or whatever. So they had the one I had a hustler record and beans was originally supposed to do the verse, but they was like, let free do it. You know? So um, who, who specifically was like, let free do beans it? was like, let free do it. Okay. You know, whatever. So I, uh, I took the beat home. I'm like, I gotta make this, make this shit count. Was all the other lyrics laid? Like, was Jay laid? Was 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 Beans laid? Was everything laid? I don't even remember. Right. Matter of fact, I think they was because, um, because I was last on the joint, and, right. um, but I didn't have that. I right. heard it, but I didn't have it. They just gave me the beat. The, you know what I mean? So I took the beat home and I zoned out to it. Came back, laid the verse. 
then Jay was like, this your introduction to the world, so it has to be big. So right. that's when he bought the chicken and played the violin to do the elevator music. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's like, I got you, just trust Amiri, me. Amiri, what's, what, I forgot her name, but. I forgot her name too, yeah, yeah but shout out to her because it's definitely a blessing. Name yeah. Is, right? yeah. So they, they did that for me. And it was a rap. I ain't looked back since. I remember one day we was in Philly, and there's a it was a club called Pegasus, and it was a Beans mm-hmm. and the Bleak show, and um I was there. I was just in the back chilling. So everybody finished performing, it, and um it's this guy named Cousin E. He's Beans' cousin, but everybody called him Cousin E because he's Beans' cousin. He's my man too, whatever. So he was like, "Yo, you should spit something." Just do your verse from from um one hundred hustler. I'm like, man, they don't know that shit. <laughs> he like gave me the mic and pushed me to the front of the stage, and I was like, first things first. Why don't you just say out your mouth? And the whole crowd was yeah. like, when you talking on the phone, uh, hustlers. I was like, right. oh shit, like that's <laughs> right. It's yo, real now, yo, like yo, yo, free. Like, like I said, man. Like, as a New York cat, like I wasn't into like what was going on in Philly the whole nine. But when the, when when that Dynasty album dropped. And that record, when that when that one one eight hundred hustler dropped, mm-hmm. like you stole the show, man. Like, and this is this is not da- this is not like bigging you up over Jay or or Beans or, or anybody else. That shit was you stole the show on that record. Thank man. you, man. I did what I was supposed to do. That was man. like and like Jay said, man. Like that was the most perfect intro for your career, man. Yeah, I agree, man. It, it was special. Now, but, but and I got paid for it too. You they got paid, paid for it. They gave me ten thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm fresh the off the block, like biggest legal check ever, right? Yes, sir. From then at that time, yeah. did did that end up with you getting signed automatically to to rock? No, not phones? yet. I still wasn't signed. What, what was what was what was they waiting for, man? I mean, I I think it was just like really a miscommunication right. or whatever, you know? Because between whom and whom? Just I just think it was just so much going on, right. like you know what I'm saying in between Jay getting bigger and bigger and dame doing whatever he doing and and then kanye growing up and in the, yeah in the i was i was always around like the, the dip set was in the system at the time no, i was signed before before dip set and right. came around but um it just it just i think it happened probably a little bit after that like you know what i'm saying because them niggas was like we got this nigga on the album and he not even signed we got to sign this nigga like because it was other people coming at me trying right. to get me right you know? who, who else was coming at you man um i think puff said something to me uh. Uh, what are you saying? Uh-huh. It was a it was a couple other labels. I don't remember exactly who, but it was a couple other labels. What's the closest you came to signing something before before Rockefeller? Man? Nothing. Like, what are you, are you? Did you bump your head, niggas? The Rock. Man. <laughs> That's why I said. Uh. <laughs> like, I wasn't even thinking about signing. He could have told me they had a milli. I'm yes, like, sir. man, my brothers is here. Beans is here. Like, I'm not I'm not leaving these niggas for nothing. Like, yo, you know? talk about the talk about the mindset and what led up to you doing Rock the Mic. We was in, um, cause that record right there. We was in, we was some, in Florida. Some whole we, other like out of body shit. To, it me, was, to me, it's out of body. They shit. was originally supposed to be doing like a Beans and Bleak album. Okay. And we were supposed to be working on a State Property album too. And um, I think that's when me and Just really got close. Like right. you know, cause like everybody was on Just Hills. Like nigga, give me a beat. Like you know, cause Just wasn't the Just Blaze that he is now. Right. You know, he was. He was coming up. And then, you know, it's a bunch of rap niggas that think they the shit. You know, so you know how niggas is. So. Everybody was on his heels about getting beats from him. And I just was like, man, if you get a chance, just just let me get a track. You know, I really appreciate working with you or whatever. So he gave me Rock the Mic, and I stayed in the studio, and I came up with the hook and the fucking and two verses. And um, I let Mac hear it, and Mac was like, I'm getting on it. And it was, the rest was a rap. 
No, but, but we, Sparks had put a verse on it too, but you know, I already had the two verses, so. But you got to understand, man, listening to it even to this day, man, you it's not just you recording a record, B. It's you being in a zone, man. Yeah, definitely. Can you describe like being on that level, being on that zone of 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 MC ship? I mean, I just the the beat took me there, you know. Right. That's the type of artist I am, like I feed off of the production and the beat took me there like the mm, 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 mm. Got what it and and that, and that fits your style. Yeah, yeah. That fits your style. I man. just came with the guy. I was just like, got on the thing around the mic, right? Yeah, and I'm like, beans need to be on this because <laughs> it makes sense, you know. So, was it was it at all intimidating, man? Coming from Philly and then, and like being a, being on the Yankees, man. I didn't even realize how big it was at the time. Like right. you know, when you live in how do something, you not realize when you live in something. It's just, it's happening. Like, you know what I mean? It definitely, excuse me, I definitely knew what was going on, but I didn't realize the magnitude of it. You know, I just was, I was living my dream. Right. Like, you know, so I just was happy to be making money, doing what I want, doing what I want to do. Fucking cool. I could call Jay, like, you know what I mean? Like, get beans, I'm with beans every day. Like, it was just. You you were some modern day chicks that Chicks that didn't even use to. Pay me no attention. Now they rubbing your beard with some hey, beard oil. Crazy, How many man. times you get that beard oil on your beard, my dude? Oh my god! <laughs> Listen, man, you with legends, man. You with with Dame, you with Jay, Big. Shout and, out Bigs, Bigs, and the whole now. But yeah. you you got to tell me, man. How do you prepare your mindset to go on a record or in the booth before or after Jay at his prime? You just there's got, no intimidation, you, like you. I mean. I'm I'm really not intimidated by nobody when it right. comes to rapping because I think I'm better than everybody. Okay. So, I good, mean, good it, was just, it was definitely a a pleasure and an honor, and I definitely knew I had to bring my A game. So right. that's what I tried to do. I just right. tried to do my best. You know. Did you ever question like, is this my A game? Did who was who was your confidant? I could tell. I tell you this: when I did Philadelphia Freeway, mm. the week that it was about to come out. I was like crazy nervous, like right. the people going like this shit. No, I think it came out, and then you know you get the numbers like the next week, and I'm like, did I fuck up? Like, are they going to love this shit, or, or are they not going to like it? Like, right. you know what I'm saying? So, you know, Fifty had an album out, he was popping, and shit was going crazy. So I'm like, man, did I? You know what I mean? I know I put my all into it, but is the people going to like it? And now to this day, people still say it's a classic. So right. it must have did the right thing. How mm -hmm. was how was your relationship with Dame, man? Because that's a whole. I mean, we talking about Jay, who was an entity of his own. Dane was me, cool. Dane me personally, Dane was always Dane. cool. Dane was Dane was such a big personality. Yeah, man. Dane was the one. He was like he really like you know Jay was doing a bunch of shit. You know right. what I'm saying? So Dane was the one who really spent a lot of time with the artist. You know, so it was cool. He was cool. And and how was a young Kanye at the time, man? <laughs> Jay was just always focused. Like he just always wanted to get the job done. Like he would always be in the room working. Like you know. It was always focused. He had something to prove. Right. And even when, like when niggas wasn't fucking with Ye, he was my man. Like you, you notice, I was on his first album. Right. Like, you right, know right, what I mean? right. Right. And he was on Philadelphia Freeway too. Right. Yeah, was so. was Ye complaining like these niggas ain't fucking with me? I don't remember, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, we remember. I used to smoke you know, a lot of weed back then, so you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't think I don't really remember him complaining. Though. Right. I, I I just remember him more so working hard, like right. you know, just trying to. He would he would always come like listen to this I got this new I got this new song like you know what I mean he had that smile so you on would his give face. him the time of day yeah I was fucking with him yeah you know free we were about to go to a break man but but one of my questions is man like how do you balance your Muslim faith 
and your rising rap career, man? Then it yeah, was then. Then I wasn't doing is nowhere near what I'm doing now. I don't even think I was praying. Like right. I was like now I pray five times a day. I can't even tell you the last time I missed a prayer. But then when I first got on, I wasn't even thinking about praying. I was smoking a fucking thousand bundles of fucking what's my man name down there in Harlem? What's the boy name? Uh Branson's. Branson. We used to always go to Branson. We used to have all the weed at the studio. Like I was just on some other shit. Like just trying to get on. And uh lot that I didn't die during those times because right. I might have went straight to hell. You know right, what I'm right, saying? right, 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 right. Listen, internets, man, we got freeway in the building, we got Genghis Kells in the building. Like I said, this episode of the Combat Jack Show is all Philly everything. Yo, Tune yo. into the Combat Jack Show, F your podcast, F your radio show, and F your TV show. Let's go to this break. Hey, yo, internets, this portion of the Combat Jack Show is sponsored by Bevel, the superior shaving system designed for people with coarse curly hair and sensitive skin. I know that y'all have been seeing that video. I'm so fucking proud of Tristan Walker and Walker & Associates because right now that trimmer is looking, that the new trimmer with the fucking Tron Blue Glow shit. Oh, nigga, y'all think, yo, I guarantee y'all niggas will fucking come when y'all shave. That's how futuristic that shit is. But right now, we're not talking about that. Bevel is taking your pre-orders. I'm selling the shaver. Go to getbevel.com for a superior shave, the classic way. Not the fucking Tron way. That's coming for the fucking back of your neck and all of that shit. I'm talking about the old school system. The fucking one razor blade. All this fucking Gillette's and Tom, Dick, and Harry's and all that shit. That shit is not designed for y'all. Go to getbevel.com. Shave the old way. Punch in the promo code COMBAT for 20% off all your purchases. Get that fucking shaver. And then when you get the trimmer, when we get this fucking promo roll for the trimmer, trust me. Trust me, you'll have the whole kit and caboodle. You nignogs out there looking like savages. Fuck with me. Fuck with Bevel. Go to getbevel.com. Punch in promo code COMBAT for 20% off and shave like a fucking boss. And now back to the show. Internets, you tune into the Combat Jack show. We got Genghis Kells in the building. What we up, got Philly Freeway in the building. Cheer. Yo, free, man. Like, things are going so crazy right now. Like, like Rockefeller is arguably the biggest rap label. Yes. On the planet, the checks y'all niggas, in. your checks is rolling in. Y'all niggas is selling records, mm-hmm. like it, it, the shit touring, is bro- world touring, touring, world tour. Like how how is it being on the road with 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 Jay, man? The A group, the B group, and the C group. <laughs> <laughs> now, now who was the A group, the B the B group, and the, the C group? The A group was Jay and them. <laughs> the B group was us. Yeah, and the C group was like everybody else. <laughs> like who? Like state was state prop in the C group? No, we was in the B group. Okay, you know we was in the B group. They ain't do us too dirty. They, right. did, you know, they made sure it was cool. We was eating steak, and we sometimes we stayed at the same hotel with Jay for, for the most part. You right. know, it was, and, it was lovely. And when you're in that shit, man, does it seem like that shit is ever gonna end? Duh, I tell you, it seemed like it's never gonna end. Like I, it seemed like I was gonna be doing it for the rest of my life with them, like that. I did the Sprite tour with Jay. I did the Rock the Mic tour, which was named after one of my big records. I did oh the uh, I did the Jay Z R Kelly tour. I did the uh, whatever tour. I did. I think I did one more tour with him. Like beautiful man, it's wonderful. The Rock the Mic tour. Mm-hmm. Tell us the magic when you got on the mic and did Rock the Mic. Um, like I didn't like. Let me tell you, I didn't even <laughs> think like, damn, this tour is named after my song. 
I just was happy to be there. It was like years later. I'm like, damn, they really named that shit after my song. Rock the Mike Studio was named after my song. Like, y'all was the shit, I must man. be that nigga. Like, <laughs> y'all was. But yeah, it's, it's, it was just amazing, man. Right. Amazing, man. You know, and I'll come out and give them that energy every night. And, and the crowd loved it. Like, Rock the Mike, what we do, flip sides, they loved it to this day. And and you talk you you say that right now you talk about the energy man but you really was that battery man like 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 Jay was the technician mm-hmm. right Beans was the bully mm-hmm. but you came in you was the fucking like not the hype man you was the you was the battery yeah like what was sustaining you as you were sustaining the whole movement what was sustaining you my just dude? the love the passion right. for the music like you know and just. I remember when nobody gave a fuck about me rapping or or had listening to what I had to say or whatever. So for people to love my music and to react like that, they just made me want to go harder. You know? You know, like like everything, man, like like every fairy tale, man, like every success story, man, like everything. Shit shit turns around and shit comes to an end. Mm-hmm. You hear that that Jay wants to retire. Like like how like when you first hear that, man, what how do you how do you process that, man? I don't know. Like, uh, it wasn't like so, Jay, nigga. You you retire what? I didn't really think that he was going to retire, right? You know, when he because he's too good to re, you know right. what I mean. So when he was saying that, I just was like, man, he ain't retiring. Stop man. playing. He might like, chill for a minute, but he ain't going right, to retire. Right. And if he do, we got it. We'll hold it down for right, him. You know right. what I mean? Anyway, because we running this shit, so but it wasn't act, really a big deal. But he does the black album and then he retires. Yeah. Does that leave a void? Does that feel weird? Because Jay is the fucking cornerstone of Rockefeller. But he can't, you see, he came right back. So, right. You know, it was, for a second, you know, but I, I always thought he was going to come back because he's too good. Like, too good. You know? Right, right. But at the same time. Plus, like, I know Jay got a passion for music. Like, right. So when you have that passion for music. That's who you it's are. Like that's you not can't what you really, do. Like, like I'll give you a perfect example. Like, uh, my man Loon. He mm. locked. He locked up right now. You know, now. I used to yep. represent Loon. Man. Yeah, yeah, but but he a good brother. You know, yes. he took a shot. He Muslim, mm-hmm. and um, you know, in, in, in Islam, some people believe that like we we're not supposed to do music, you know, because it take away from the remembrance of Allah or whatever. So, he's one of those brothers that don't want to do music anymore. So, we in Saudi Arabia, and <laughs> like. He'd be like, oh, man, I was just thinking about spitting something. Like, you know what I mean? But he'd be like, nah, I can't do it. But ah. he, had, he has the passion for it. Right. Like, it's still in him. Like, right. So here and there, he would still play around. To this day, he might even be in his cell like, man, I could Yo, listen, do this man. or do that. You know, so when the person has the passion for the music, it's never you're never going to want to leave it alone. I'm so glad you brought up Loon, man. I, I worked closely with Loon for years, man. And and I feel that, that Loon, just his pedigree, his background, yeah, he's his, a good his, dude, his, man. his godfather being... Um, Nicky Barnes and his and his his uncle being um George Jackson from Hollywood. Mm-hmm. He went from from Harlem to to Hollywood High with Angelina Jolie as his classmate. Like yeah. I I know Loon's pedigree. Yeah. Like how brilliant is it like you talking to Loon about rap and and religion and You know what's crazy? Um Loon was real close with me one of my friends named Layton. He uh he like managed uh drama or whatever, DJ drama in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So one day we was all together in Layton House and um this was before Loon was Muslim. And like we was all in one room, but I stepped out the room to pray. And then I came back after I finished praying. Like I never like damn Loon, I'm like, Loon ain't thinking about being Muslim, so I never said nothing to him <laughs> about it. And then like a year later he was Muslim. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Like, you know, so you never know who who Allah might 
turned Muslim. Right, right. You know? so. I always thought his pen game was so superior, but because of what he was doing, people couldn't see the, the, the magnitude of, uh, of his talent. No, man. he definitely got a crazy pen. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, so Jay retires, mm-hmm. and then Bean gets locked up. Yeah. And then you start seeing things change. And then you're going through some shit because it's like, your professional career is changing. How does that affect you, man? I mean, well, when I when I really got affected was when the the breakup happened, you know, and Dame and Jay went their separate ways. And then, like, I remember Jay told us, like, he was like, it's going to be some changes. And he was like, um, but I still, you know, I still fuck with you. And you're going to be with me or whatever. And just, just be patient. Shit going to be right. So I'm mm-hmm. like, cool. You know, and then... um. That's when I did Free at Last. We put mm-hmm. Free at Last out, which is which is a critically acclaimed. I think it's a classic or whatever. The numbers didn't do that good because I don't think the label pushed it as much as it could have been pushed. But uh, I remember when the first week numbers came and Jay called me. He was like, uh, the numbers wasn't that good, but it was a great album. Mm. So you're going to have a, ch- a chance to make another another album. Nice. He's like, as long as you keep making great music, you're always going to have another chance to make another mm. album. So that stuck with me, you right. know, whatever. So, uh, but then a breakup happened, and then, like, we got dropped. Like, state property got dropped. We got a call from Lenny S, and it was like, it's over. Like, y'all got dropped. So that's when I was fucked up. Like, what's what, that? What's that do to you, man? I'm like, what am I going to do? Because like, you put every, you put all your chips on this table. Yeah, I was, I was fucked up probably for like a week. Right. But then I just got myself together and like, all right, I'm gonna do. I'm going to go back to what got me here in the first place, and that's grinding and working hard. Like, you know, so I just went back to just trying to, it probably took me like a year to get back and get myself back together, but then I just started trying to figure it out. Like, you know, 2012, I did a, uh independent project with Rhyme Sayers, critically acclaimed, called uh, Stimulus Package. Stimulus with Package one, with J1, you know? man, which was great, man. I was, it, was a, it was a critical acclaimed, and it was for independent record. It was a success. You put money in your pocket. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was I was just always trying to do something to keep myself relevant, right, you know. Right. So, but but when but when that whole thing happens, man, when you get dropped, like that change, like you 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 decide this rap shit is not for you anymore, right? Like, like did you question that? Nah, like, I didn't. I didn't think that. Right. Because I'm still doing like even though that happened, I was still out every week getting money, like right. you know, performing. You performing can't you can't hits, shut that money off. Know? Yeah. So. I just was fucked up about the situation, right. you know, but I just said it just took me a minute to get myself together and just keep pushing, you know. So once I did that, I was cool. And then me, like, I I started thinking about the situation and I realized what it was. And I realized it really didn't have nothing to do with me. Right. That's politics between Jay and Dame. But did you internalize that at first, man? Like, the, this is my, like, I'm I'm part of this breakup, like I'm causing this shit or... I, I, that's, you know, of course that ran through my head right. in the beginning or whatever. Because this shit is like a real divorce. Yeah. Like a real divorce. The kids, like, this, <laughs> this, like, like I, I did this, you know, it's, you carry that guilt. Yeah, most definitely. Um, And at that time, man, is that around the time that you made your pilgrimage? No, I, I, I did the first one before that. Right. Like, I did the first one. The first time I made my pilgrimage, it was in between. I was popping. Like, mm-hmm. and I did it with a bunch of brothers, like, when when you, when you make Umrah, it's usually like masjids that do packages. So mm-hmm. I went on a package with a local masjid from my city. And like, I'm a fucking superstar right now. You but got I'm, money in account. Yeah, I was. And I, I, I took a couple people with me too. You know what I'm saying? So, but I was like sleeping on the, in a room with like four brothers. I might have slept on the floor. Like I was doing 
everything that everybody else was doing. So that like gave me a lot of patience and, mm. you know, and just seeing when I was over there, like I remember I seen this one brother going to the masjid and he didn't have no legs. He was on like one of those things that you use to move the refrigerator mm -hmm. and he was like scooting himself to the mm -hmm. masjid. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, brother, you need some help? You need some help to get to the masjid? He's like, no, I don't need no help. I want to get all my blessings. So he was scooting himself and, then, and just it's kings over there. Like you will see a king right next to a bum mm -hmm. praying. So like that. King and a pauper. Yeah. So that, that taught me a lot. Like we all the same. Like I'm no better than anybody else, you know, so. Did you feel your... um? Your perspective or your sense of reality change or bend when you went on Mecca, on, 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 on pilgrimage, man? It just it just opened my eyes right. just to, to see. And then just like I've been I was Muslim year, years before that. So just to be able to do it. That's one thing that I, I promised myself once I make some legal money that I was going to go to Mecca. So just to be able to do it just was so real. Like, right. you know, so. And then the second time you went to Mecca, it was a whole different. Yeah, like, the second time, the second time I went. I was invited. I was a guest of the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Wow. And, um, you know. They they flew you out there? Yeah, they flew me out there. And they, they like, put me up five-star hotels. They pulled the car up to the plane to pick me up when I got <laughs> off the plane. Like, <laughs> what, I didn't, what, what, what kind of car, man? It was, like, a, a, a Audi or something. What? And um, In four circles? I didn't have to stand and wait to, to uh, go through customs. Like, they took me to, like, a VIP customs where they had, like, lever chairs and uh, <laughs> and they they like took me like on private tours of the Prophet's Masjid, and like they took me to like a bunch of museums and stuff. Like it was beautiful. And then I like the first time I went, I just went to Mecca and Medina. The second time I went, I went to Riyadh. I went to Jeddah. Mm. I went I went to the, the whole country. You know now was this because of your fame and and your status? And the most whole definitely. Night? Most so, definitely. So 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 they're paying attention. Like, yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. Like here we look, and I'm, it's no disrespect to to the rap game, but here we like. This nigga's a rapper. This nigga's a rapper. But the world is like looking at, and particularly because you're Muslim, it's yeah, like yeah. you're a full representative mm -hmm. of the faith and, and and the religion. Yes, sir. That's crazy, man. Um, what brought what what fully brought you back to the rap game, man? Like, what what energized you to be like, you know, I'm coming back. Fuck them being on a minor or a major, whatever. I'm coming back, man. I just still got a passion for it, and right. I just. I'm I'm so good at it, you know, and you know I still got a lot to prove, you know. So, what's your relationship with Fifty? What was your relationship with Fifty? Because I remember at a at a certain point, Fifty Cent was about to executive produce. Yeah, yeah. Your, Fifty, your... cool. That's my man. Like you know, we came up, we was doing like a couple tours together in the beginning because you know our first album dropped around the same time, and he was always cool. Like you know what I mean? And when he blew. He was like, whatever, I, I want to help you. Whatever right. I could do to help you, right. you know what I'm saying? So uh, we came up with the concept of him and Jay executive producing uh, Free At Last, you know? That's crazy, man. Yeah. Now, while you're doing these big records, man, like, like, like talk about your, your experience as a battle MC, man. Like, you, I mean, that's, it, that, that's like any rapper from Philly. Right. Like, you know, you come Is up, that required as a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a Philly MC? I mean, that's just where we came from, like... Even when I was signed to Rockefeller, like people would come up there trying to get signed. Imagine we in a room and um, it's like three artists in the room trying to get signed. And I come in the room, then Jay will listen to them. Then they look at me and be like, give me the head nod and I just chew them. Oh. Right, 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 and right. if they can't get through that, you know, they ain't get no deal. So right. that, that Rockefeller pit bull shit was real. Yo, I really yo, was. I remember when 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 Puff was like, yo, he put a deal. 
out on um on um shit what was this uh my my son remember my son yeah yeah that's my, my son was too. a street nigga yeah we did and my we did son a lot of work together with the, with the new york justice league that's my and, man, and my son. son i think had just signed a de- to def jam mm-hmm. and puff was like any nigga that could take my son out got an automatic deal to 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 fucking bad boy was it was it like that like like if niggas could take you out, they'd be signing Rockefeller. Yeah, they probably would. And you know that that was, that was probably kind of dangerous for me too. Because right, right. like, what if a nigga came out there and aired me? <laughs> Jab, he looking at me like, "What's going?" On? Yo, man, it's crazy, man. Like, like you go back, man, to like the the ultimate beef, man. Like particularly, I think the highlight of like the the beef with Rockefeller years was like the whole Nas, yeah, yeah, Bravehearts, the Locks. Crazy thing about Mom Nas. Deep. Is I love Nas. Right. Like, when I first started rapping, they called me the Philly Nas, but I was riding with the team. Like, right. you know, so you just Jay. Nasty Nas ain't riding on the freeway. <laughs> yeah, Hell no, he yeah. ain't out on the freeway. <laughs> Crash on the freeway. <laughs> on his way to Hover, he died before you see Jay. Like, I was on that. Like, yeah. you know. Like, you was a soldier. Yes, sir. Like, Jay changed my life. Like, what do you mean? Like, I'm not. <laughs> come on, man. Like, I'm, none of that is going down. Yo, um. Honest question, man, because this 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 gonna be the debate until the fucking sun blows out, man. Mm-hmm. And I, I know your answer, but take over or Ether, man. Uh, Come on, man. <laughs> take over, of course. <laughs> and I know I you. Agree. I know you always talking on, on Twitter about takeover. You know, I, I'll tell you Listen. a crazy story. Yes. Like, uh, they were shooting the uh, the Rock Boys video. Yes. Nas was there, or whatever. So, uh, I had to leave. I had to leave. I had to shoot my part and leave because I think I had to show or something. So. I left out like the same time as Nas. So I was talking to him. I'm like, man, I know I dissed you and all that, but man, I love your music, man. I love your shit. And he was like, yo, I love your music too, man. You know what I mean? Gave me a hug. Then he got in the wrong Maybach. He got in J Maybach. He's like, this not my Maybach. <laughs> and then he got in his car and pulled him up. <laughs> yo, that's crazy, man. Talking about beefs, man. Let's, 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 let's jump to 2015, man. What do you think about the whole, the whole Meek Mill? Drake Ugh. thing, man, and, and particularly for somebody that's representing Philly, man, the city of Philly, man. Were you shaking your head, Kels? What? I'm a man answer. <laughs> I mean, honestly, 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 beef in 2015 is not the same as right. it was when right. it came up. And you know, like, like Meek is my man. I love him, and I'm gonna ride with him regardless because right. he's from Philly, right. and I got a relationship with him. So, right. but I think he could have went a little harder, you know. But it ain't over yet. You right. know, he got he got the new tape that he about to drop. So let's see what he do when he put that out, you know. When you say beef in 20, and right now is different from back then, was it because it was a lot more dangerous, man? Did you have the vest up or some shit like that? Oh, what, no, what? we was really, like, when we came up here, yeah, we was really strapped up. Right. Like, every time. Like, we that got pulled over, we probably still be locked up. <laughs> Real talk. Like, we was drawn. Like, uh, getting the, we, you know, we had the car services, the vans. I'd be like, what you got today? I got the 40. What you got? I got yeah. the, Like, that shit was crazy. Right. Like, alhamdulillah, we made it through that because we was tripping. That's crazy, man. You know I mean? And right now, as the shit is all social media, and it's it's not, I mean, shit can still get out of hand, but it's still not. I mean, thank God it's not to that level because right. you don't want to see nobody get hurt behind Ever. no music. Ever. And, I mean, the the competitiveness is not like it was either. The, the, like, the, that's the, the main thing I'm talking game. about. The pen game. The pen, like, y'all niggas was... Putting your heart and even, soul even, and lyrics um, and talking about taking niggas fucking veins yo, out. They was the best. Even man. Drake diss like, like it's a it's a good song, 
and it was it was alright, but it wasn't really like you know what I mean, like career ending or nothing. Like he, it wasn't like how Nas and and, and Jay was going at it. It wasn't like how Beans and Kiss was going at it. Like you'd be like, Ugh, like when they when you hear that, like what the fuck? I remember. I was listening the first time I heard Kiss this when he dissed not when he dissed Beans. Yes. I'm like, damn, he going in on my man. Then he was like, bring your baby gorilla with you. He dying for free. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> he tried to get me out of here too. Like, I'm like, man, but then I came back to yep. F to the Izzard, E to the Wizzay, baby gorilla pillar banana clip from a Kizze. Like Kill. I took his ammo and flipped it on right, him. Right, you know what right. I mean? Killed it. But like Kiss now now Kiss is like one of the thoroughest niggas in the game to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? He he one hundred nigga. Like I got a lot of love for Kiss and Style. So I'm happy that in in um Sheik. So I'm yes. happy that situation didn't get out of hand, you know? That's amazing, man. When you talk about like being in a blood it's a blood war and surviving that shit and then seeing y'all after the war is over, man. Yeah. Like the respect. Like talk about that respect. Like you said, the, these beefs are not the same as the past, but the respect that y'all had going at each other, like the respect that you have for a nigga that's going at your head. Dog, when I first came home from jail, when they came to pick me up, they was playing the locks. We are the streets. That's yes. when it first came out. Great album. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I remember uh, a couple chicks in high school thought it was me. Because like when they was talking all that Puerto Rican shit, I used to I used to talk about that shit because I was from North Philly, and I used to be like, yeah, you know I mean, talk about the chochas and yeah, you know I mean, and all that. So when it first came out, a couple of chicks was like, yo, that's you. I heard like, but I'm like, no, that ain't me. But that shit was fire. Yes, like I'm riding to this. So you like, had respect for them before yeah, you most went definitely to the mats. Most definitely, even beans. Like you know, I listen to the locks and I listen and watch. Like you know, we had respect for them, but when it came time. When it came down to doing what you got to do, you got to do what you got to do. Ooh, like, it's it's almost like like the times we talking about, it, it, you can't even fathom. It's such a different time, man. Shit was real, man. You don't understand how proud we was of these dudes, man. Y'all put Philly on, let me tell you, because you know how it was before that. It was, oh, y'all got us the Fresh Prince and boys and men trying to School, play us and shit. D. And these niggas came through and killed everybody. And we was like, <laughs> see? <laughs> See, we've been trying to tell y'all. Yo, y'all was the shit. Y'all know that. Y'all was the shit. It's crazy because when you think about The Rock, it was also one of the biggest times for Philly rap. Like, yeah. across the yeah, board, yeah. man. It was waiting. Across the board, man. Um, Last year's Rock Reunion, man. How glorious was that, man? Oh, man, it was glorious. Victorious. Like, did you think you'd ever see that? Like, did you think it was permanent? I was open? pushing. I was pushing for it. Like, how so? I just was trying to keep the relationships, you know, everybody cool. You know what what relationships specifically, man? Just like, you know, Beans, Bleak, you know. My relationship with Jay never changed. Like, right. me and Jay is good to this day. Right. So that relationship uh, was always there, you know. And, you know, just talking to Beans and, you know, just trying to make sure everything is all right with everybody. Make sure he don't got a problem with him. Right. And make sure he don't got a problem with him. Like, you know, so. Yo, how frustrating is it when you have a successful team, a family, a successful team, everything is winning, and then the personal shit starts getting in the way. And you have no personal shit with anybody. But how frustrating is that, man? Like, you have all this, and it's not about the money. It's, it, I mean, it is about it's, the money, it's but it's frustrating, not. It's frustrating, but it's life. Like, right. that shit happens. It's that a shit, family. That shit happens with family. Right. That shit happens with niggas in the streets. Like, yes. that shit happens, you know? So, 
Niggas mad at me now because they ain't on my mixtape. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm fucking fighting for my life. I, I'm on dialysis three right. times three times. Why a you week, ain't four hours a day, some bars? But you mad because you ain't on the mixtape. Like, what the fuck is going Who's on? Who's mad at you specifically? I'm not. Uh, yeah. you know, it's going to be all right, good. though? Yeah, I'm good. Are we, are we getting a, a dynasty? Ain't two? nobody you know. Right, right. Ain't nobody you know. Are we getting a dynasty too, man? Is that is that possible, man? Uh, I, that would be wonderful, man. I don't know. I mean, inshallah. It work something like that work out, it'll be beautiful, you know. You know, man. And I think it's needed right now. It's so needed, man, because I think, you know, it's it's funny. I think I love that album. Like I love that album. I felt in a sense, and, and let me measure my words. It was a great album that I loved. It was so brilliant, but also felt like, yo, take that. It was like almost like, here's a throwaway, take that and live with this shit. Shit crazy. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, Dynasties, man, that was that's the start for me, so you know I love that album. Crazy album, right? Too hot. Twenty sixteen, man. All this shit right now, man, about Muslims, like <laughs> Trump. Yeah. And this whole it's it's like we're going into a new sense of like a new era of crusades, man. How how does that make you feel personally, man? I mean, I mean, I think it, it's fucked up, you know, Donald Trump. And I heard you speak about him. Yeah, you know, like he and, tripping and about this because whole you shit on on the on uh, fear of a, of a free planet. Of yeah, you state. can't you can't hold a whole group of people responsible america what, can do that though <laughs> well you shouldn't hold a whole right. group of people yes, responsible yes. for a, a set of people doing something wrong you a know? small a very small very set. small right. set you know but the best i can do is, is lead by example and you know show people my mannerisms how a muslim is supposed to be you know that's why i treat people with respect you know i'm respectful and i treat people how i want to be treated you know because a lot of people know that i'm muslim and they're automatically thinking that Muslims are terrorists mm. and, and bad is, guys is, or whatever. You know, crazy. So. I mean, I mean, when Americans is the real, the re- don't let me start. Don't let me start. What other ventures you got going on right now, man? Um, you know, I got. I just started. We just started a new label, new Rothschilds. Okay. This is my artist and my business partner, Scolito, right here. Scolito, what's up, man? What's going on? I heard you spitting on this on this uh, mixtape, man. Yeah. You kind of remind me of somebody, man. Really? <laughs> You kind of remind me of somebody that, that that almost got into the wrong car, man. That, that, <laughs> that, that, like you got that flow, man. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that song is. Uh, it actually wasn't the, the thought of it when I first did it wasn't for it to come out. Right. The world. It was just like. Actually, can you? Is, I don't know if that mic is hot, but yeah. Scolito, you from Philly, man? Yeah, I'm from Philly. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'll just take it off. You can just use this joint. Actually, use use freeze freeze. Uh, if that don't work, man. I don't know if that mic is hot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nah, the um the the letter to freeway um record when I when I first well, actually the morning he uh he got a call from his doctor and uh they told him that he needed to come to the hospital like right. immediately. It was an emergency. And he uh I know the first thing he said he did was he went to the masjid and, and prayed, you right. know. And then um, I don't know how long after that. No, no. Before he went to the masjid, he called my phone, and he was like, "He was like, I just got a call from the doctors, and I gotta go in immediately, you know." So it was like a real touching conversation, cause I, you know, my anxiety started running. I'm like, "Yo, what's up? Like, you know, everything good? You know what I mean? Like, he like, man, I don't know. Like, so I'm like, well, look, I'm gonna pray for you, you know what I mean? And then um, then he called me back. And he, and he got the news that uh, they told him that his his um his levels and stuff was off and 
that something was going on with his kidneys. And they was like, you know, what he wasn't doing too good. So I'm actually just driving on a on an expressway, and I just start painting a picture of what the conversation was about on the phone, and um and it just ended up coming out to be a record. But I was originally just going to record it and give him the record. So the times during this his when he going through what he going through, the times that he's down, he would it would bring to his memory of the uh, positive things that he got going on in his life to build him back up. Because, you know, in a situation like that, it could be depressing. Yes. Right. So I just wanted to mention all of the good things he got mm-hmm. going on in his life. He mm-hmm. got great family. He got yes. kids that love yes, him. Yes, yes, yes. You know, people, the world love him. You know what I mean? And um, it was personally for him, but it ended up being a record. He like, yo, we got to put this record out to the world. So I was like, all right, you know, that's a great idea. You know what I mean? Let's do it. So it just was, it was something personal for him. You know what I you mean? Do, you're so, doing your thing, man. Thank you. You're I appreciate thing, it, man. man. Yeah. Yo, you know, no matter how much the world tries to forget Philly. Can't Philly, do it. Philly's going to remind niggas can't that you it. can't forget about Philly, man. You see this movie Creed? Yes, sir. What'd you think about that, man? I love it. Shout yeah. out shout out, my man Tone Trump. You know, he made his debut in that joint doing his thing. You know, it's funny. I was telling my kids because my kids, we, I took all my kids to see it, all four of my kids. And I was like, y'all really don't understand the whole Rocky thing and the whole nine. But I want y'all to at least pull out of this movie the pride of philly like the mm. initial pride that 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 rocky had back in the day and how like i thought it was a great movie man it's real too they really captured that because that's how yeah. it is they wrapped the city really well um what else are you working on free well i'm dropping an album this year called uh, what is what it's called free will i'm okay. so i got so much <laughs> so much going on i'm dropping an album probably around sometime in april right. called free will is okay. my next debut okay. album it's incredible. It's independent? Yes, yeah, independent. It's probably the best freeway you ever heard. Wow. Who's, who's working on it right now? Um, I've been working with uh, our in-house producer. His name is S. Frank. He did the majority of it. Um, I got production from a couple other people, too. So Just? Just going to be no, on just, it? Just not on it. I, I did a couple joints with Just, but we're going to say that. You yeah, know, yeah. Me, and just, me and Just probably going to do a project together sometime you, soon. You know the world needs that reunion, man. Yeah, yeah. We're going to make it happen, yeah, inshallah, yeah. you yeah. know. And, and, and just real close, so you know. And my man Amir told me to, to to give you a shout out. My man Amir told me you was a, a great thinker, and yeah, I can shout see out that. Amir. You love what, him. What do you mean these days, man? Oh man, I've I've been really like in my Quran heavy. You okay. know, I've been in that heavy. You know, so you can't argue with the Quran, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, free man. Anything else you want to leave us with, man? Man, I'm just here, man. I'm happy to be here. You know, I, I feel like I got another shot at life. God bless me. You know, um. I'm happy with myself, you know. I'm, 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 I'm happy with some of the de- most of the decisions that I made, and you know, I'm just, I'm just ready for an exciting 2016. You know, we got the new Rothschilds, and we ready, we ready to give y'all what y'all need, cause <laughs> it's, it's music is suffering right now. <laughs> Yo, last question, man. Like from what I understand, when I talk to people that have gone through things, be it through habits, through health, and the whole nine, and they say that when you hit a certain level of rock bottom. Your perspective and your life changes, man. When you was when you was at that point, man, when when your kidneys when your kidney was like when you were like, I don't know if I'm gonna live through this shit or not, and you bounce back, man, what's 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 the difference between freeway pre kidney failure and, and freeway post kidney Oh, it's failure? a it's it's a it's a lot of things that I cut. Like, you know what I mean? Like bad habits, right. things that I was doing. Like I had a conversation with God even before I went in that joint. Like like a law 
if you get me through this, even if you don't, I'm changing regardless. But even if, inshallah, you get me through this, but I'm making some changes regardless. Right. And and I made some changes, and I'm sticking to it. Right. And I, but, but, I, but like perspective-wise, like... like it, de- it definitely opened my eyes up a lot, you know. It's... it's Life is precious, you know, and, and it could be just this this whole the whole 2015, like losing my man Jack, getting getting diagnosed with, with uh, kidney failure. Like, is life is precious, man? Mm. You know, you gotta really the moment cherish every moment. Yes, you know, every second. Yo, free man, I, I really appreciate this, man. Like I said, man, everything happens when it's supposed to happen. I know we were supposed to talk. Couple of years ago, man, but we at the beginning of 2016. You got yes, the new mixtape out, man. Fear, fear of a free, free planet. planet, man. You got make you sure got... y'all get into that because y'all gonna love it. Yeah, what's up? What's up with the beard cream? Oh, the, be- <laughs> the beard cream popping. You know, www.bestbeardcream.com. You know, it's another I... another business venture. You know, do you feel like you're the father of this whole beard movement, man? Most definitely. Yeah. Who else? <laughs> Who else is do, it? Do, do these niggas? Are these niggas out here paying they homage? Know. They, they know. They know. They 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 pay homage when they see me. What what's some what's some tips, man, on, on keeping your, your your beard? I can't grow a beard. You so can I, grow it. No, I can't. I can't. I can't grow. I can't grow no. You don't shit. got facial hair. I don't. No, no. I grow. I grow whiskers. Listen, right man. I can't grow sh- like it's, like the it's in my. I can't. I can't grow a freeway beard. I can't grow a Rick Ross. Start beard. putting this on your face, man, and, and call me in like two weeks. Okay. What's see, that? See, juices see and berries. What, what is this? That's that's the best. The beard cream right there. Juices <laughs> and berries. So I'm about to grow a. a, a can I grow? Best beard cream, man. Just no, start you, putting. Man. It, you know I mean, in the morning, nah, you know. Thank you. After man. you wash your face, put a little bit on you. You know, man. best beard cream. Yeah, you probably just need like a little bit. Uh, you and, know, and if even if we're hair that doesn't grow. Yeah, you know, because it's going. It's going to moisturize it and start, and start opening up the pores and all, you know. Where can oh, people okay. find this, man, physically, man? Like www.bestbeardcream.com. Is this only online? I mean, it's it's in a few stores and a few barbershops in Philly, but the the main place to get it is online right now. Now, thank you so much, man. Oh, I'm yeah. about to grow my shit. I got to let know if that When y'all seeing with that beard, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, free, man. Thank you so much, man. And Anytime. You're a little coochie too. I hope you're bigger. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in it all the time, man. I'm in it all the time. You got, but, you got like put ah, your chin in. It. Nigga, listen, I got four kids. I have all the time. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, I'm diving right now. Trust me. You know, but free, man. Like I said, man. Next project, you got an open door, man. Thank you, um, man. I, I love what you did. Yeah, because we, we we definitely dropping some more projects this okay. year. Like I said, I'm dropping. My album Free Will. He's dropping the album Free Del. Scolito. Yeah, it's uh dedicated to his brother that's doing life in prison. So. Life. Wow. Yeah, he been he been down since he was fifteen. Oh, he that? just he just turned thirty eight. Ah. Whoa. And he's ah. so, I was five. Where is he? Greatest He in Dallas. Uh oh, federal? He was in no, that's state. Dallas. Yeah, Where Dallas that? PA. He was in Greater Ford probably. Ah. Ten years ago, oh, he did every job: Frankville, Greater for wow. Avion, yeah, yeah. Fayette, um, and the, the music Campion. we've been making is very incredible. And after I dropped this uh this independent project in April, a few months after that, we have something very, very crazy that's going to happen. Okay, Word. I would definitely like to come back and talk to you about you, you it. Got it. I, I think you will be very, very excited you got it. about it. You, you got know? it. Right now, internet's this mixtape just dropped out on on January fourth. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Fear, of, fear of a fear free, of a free planet. planet. Yeah, shit is I'm dope. Getting a great response from it. Everybody's it's loving dope. it. He's talking about current shit. He's talking. Yeah, it's freeway. It's freeway. 
Free once again, man. Thanks again, man. You Anytime, look great, man. man. Continue success. Thank you, man. Kels. Yo. What's up? What's up? It's your maiden voyage. How's it feel? It's good. I'm proud, man. I'm proud of these cats. You did man. a good, did a good job, too, your thank first you, time. Thank you. Know? Thank you. They you're put on for my city, man. You're not nervous anymore? I mean, it was always a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, well, are we going to see you next week, or you got to do some things? Oh, I got to do some things. Just, you know, they're cracking the whip. We on the slip. We on yes. the ships right now. Yes. So. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't leave yet, gentlemen. We got to take some pictures. Internets. Like I said, man, it's the new Combat Jack show. New year, new show. Internets. Dream those dreams and glow up and live those dreams, because a life without dreams is black and white, and the universe flows in technicolor and surround sound. Blah. Word. This episode of the Combat Jack Show was produced by Jonathan Menner, executive produced by A. King and Chris Morrow, engineered by Samir Karan, and recorded in the Engine Room Audio Studio in downtown Manhattan. This is an official Loudspeakers Networks production. Hey, Combat Jack. I'm a 39 year old woman. I live in North Carolina, and I'm going to tell you why. This is my favorite podcast because I grew up in Texas, and a lot of this, a lot of the music from New York I knew, but all of the history I knew nothing about. So I appreciate you for putting it out there and letting all of us clueless ones know what what it really is. And I appreciate you putting um, the Reed and Brilliant Idiots and all the other ones on South Speakers Network. I appreciate y'all. Keep it up. Thanks. What's up to the Combat Jack show? Combat Jack, this is John Jay calling all the way from L.A. just to let you know that you're holding it down. I'm one of your number one fans, and I want to give a shout-out to my girl, Mika. Keep doing what you're doing. I just knew this was going to be live. This is MR Delay dropping a line on your hotline bling. I really wanted this to be live, guys. At any rate, so C-Murder dropped the dish track to 2 chains. I'm listening to Rude Jude and Sears since you guys aren't on Sirius yet. All right, enjoy the rest of your podcast.